Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market hello and welcome back to should i delete that i'm alex light and i'm em clarkson welcome to is it just me i love these episodes there's a lot to dig into is it just me oh my god we have so much to get into. Shall I kick us off with an embarrassing story? Always. This, I was nearly read out her name. <laughs> this is from, like, I could never, so sorry. Okay, this is my first time reading this too. Hi girls, love you all and the pod. Of course, it always makes me laugh out loud on my commute. I have an embarrassing story for you from this weekend that I am still reeling from. I live with my boyfriend and on Friday night, my boyfriend's family came to stay. My boyfriend gave his dad, I'm going to call him Steve for the sake of the story, not his real name, a bottle of rum for his birthday and they proceeded to finish it off as well as some other booze we had in the house. They both got pretty drunk, as you can imagine. I mean, Jesus, I'd be, you know, like, I'd be catatonic. A bottle of rum. Yeah, a, bo- a bottle of rum. Later on, as I was getting ready for bed, I walked out of our only bathroom, which leads straight into our kitchen, which is a very narrow galley kitchen. Steve was hunched over the sink, having just vomited. I didn't really want to get involved, and so I tried to just squeeze past to go to bed. (laughs) In hindsight, I should have just said, sorry, Steve, I hope you're okay. Do you mind if I get past? Unfortunately, I was already in my pyjamas, which are quite thin and loose. And right as I was wedged between Steve's bum and my kitchen cabinets, the side of my knickers somehow got caught on one of the drawer handles. I had to do a little shimmy to get unhooked, which I just about managed, but in the small space, it involved a lot of body contact. I shot to bed, mortified at basically having just dry humped my boyfriend's dad while he was trying not to vomit. (laughs) Neither of us mentioned it the next day, and I can only hope he was too far gone to remember. I hope this makes you laugh, as that will make the mortification almost worth it. I mean, look, if the man was over the sink chucking his guts up, I don't think he'll... I think you're all right. A father <laughs> of someone old enough to have a girlfriend, like, them being sick through drinking mm. half a bottle of rum is way more embarrassing than you getting your knickers stuck on your kitchen drawer. Agreed. But, to caveat, is there anything more annoying or embarrassing than when an item of clothing gets stuck on a door handle? Because personally, <laughs> it makes me want to rip the door off the handle yeah. and set fire to it. No, it's absolutely infuriating. It's yeah, the it, worst. It, it's like the the handles and door frames just jump out at me. 
and they latch on it's on purpose <laughs> i swear to god i know it's i know the worst like when I I, it's always when you're in a rush imagine me if you will storming out of my kitchen cardigan <laughs> flapping in the wind and then bam i'm pulled back and i'm like what's happened and it's my it's always got this one cardigan which serves me right for wearing cardigans at this young age but it's one it's my it, the pocket gets caught on the door handle and bam i'm like <sighs> pulled back down to earth like I imagine in my mind I look like Professor McGonagall and she's like sweeping down the great hall at the end of the death <laughs> yeah. realities. And like in reality Yeah. In reality I'm just like it's that Edna thing from the Incredibles, like knock it. Getting your stupid little pocket stuck on it's the door so handle. Embarrassing. It is so embarrassing. Absolutely mortifying. I watched a um that reminded me of a TikTok I watched. This girl was like jumping off the boat and then this group of guys were like watching her and like egging her on to like jump off the boat um so she did and she did this like slink off the boat but her shorts caught on the edge of the boat so she was just like suspended half in the water half half out the water but she was completely immobile she couldn't get she couldn't free herself she couldn't unstick herself so she was just hanging really limp and all the men had to like rush into the water and go and grab her it was just like I, oh, I die. I tell you, that's the most embarrassing. To be in a serious situation as a result of your clothing is just... I know last week we talked about yeah. the ick, but that is about as icky as it gets. Like, how yeah. how, like how mortifying. Like, because it's so serious, but basically your ass is hanging out. It's that thing we talked about a while ago about sleeping naked. What happens if you die? I mean... I always think this. My worst nightmare, and I've definitely said this on the podcast before, is I'm lying in the bath and the bath falls through the kitchen floor and Alex comes home and he rings up and, I, and I'm naked on the kitchen floor having fallen through the ceiling. There's water That's and ceramic horrific. everywhere and he has to ring the ambulance and I'm fucking naked. I don't think I'm ever going to be naked again. It's like the poor girl from last week who was naked on her bed and dropped her phone <laughs> through the slat. Exactly. And then suddenly she's stuck on her bed, d- naked. hanging down. Why is being naked <laughs> just stuck. so... You're just so fucking vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to talk to a paramedic. If a paramedic is listening, can you tell us about how many times you've arrived at, a, at an emergency... And the person's been naked. Yes, actually, that would be so, so interesting. Also, I want, I'm working on getting a girl on the podcast who grew up in like a, I don't know what you call them, like a nudist, like invite, like her family were all Ooh, nudists. a nudist community. So they, she grew up completely nudist, like, yeah, nudist community. community. So I'm working on getting her on the podcast because I think that'd be so interesting. Well, I practically did with my mum. <laughs> did you? Jesus, I did not. Oh, there's a commotion outside <laughs> my front door. Oh no, Alex is a fool. It's a cold caller. What an idiot. Oh, oh my God. I had one the other night. Um, He came at quarter past 8 p.m. for a charity. I was like, you can't do that. You can't turn up at someone's house at quarter past 8. Like, I am... I am half in half I am like one leg in bed at that point. You just can't do that. But also it's a good tactic because I obviously couldn't say no to him. So the charity got what they wanted <laughs> so oh my god i bet you're so um, easily swayed into that stuff i don't even have to be swayed they don't open their mouth i just sign <laughs> my mom got, got a call the other day and she answered evening this my pa- sorry my mom got a phone call the other day she answered the phone and she went she, she was like oh this is, she's like, oh god so, and she hung up and she was like a bloody green piece and it was just like oh th- th- were they trying to get you to sign up and she was like no no they were trying to make me they were trying to make me um 
give more. And I was like, what do you mean give more? She's like, well, I've already subscribed twice. And it's just like, oh God, I thought once you subscribe, they'd leave you alone. No, 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 no. Then it's no, just no, like, no. yeah, I mean, gimme, gimme, gimme. You are frequently asked to upgrade your subscription. I just want to point out that whilst we've been having this conversation, Alex is still talking to whoever's at the door. <laughs> I love this. Who is it? What is going on? Where is your baby? Oh, now the man's asking. Alex, oh, Alex tried to end it. He went, cheers, man. Thanks so much. And I heard him try and close the door and your man <laughs> went, you can always give me a call. So now they're carrying on. Hang on. No, they're fully back in conversation again. Nice try, Okay, out. love this. No, no oh, I can hear the gate swinging. Front door's closed. Well done. <laughs> he's out. <laughs> and he's gone straight for my neighbours. Hope they're ready. Oh, I really, really want to know. Have you got anything else? I have. Oh, just l- let me be a bit indulgent for a second. Hit me. Um, a bit of validation for me specifically in the inbox. Uh, hello, Em and Alex. Um, firstly, just want to say I love the podcast. It makes my car journeys much more interesting and I've learned a lot. I've also quite an intense job. See below. So belly laughing in, in my car in between visits at your awkward and general chit chat. It's like therapy to me. That's so nice. So I'm a children's social worker and have just come out of a home visit during which it randomly occurred to me to ask one of the children how their generation is using the word deep in their vocab because of an episode I just listened to. I think she's referring to our test episode when I kept... Using saying, deep as a verb. You deeped it. Oh God, it worries me so much that someone in a really serious job is learning from us. Look, she's taking our stupid shit well, into the real go. world. I don't, I'm not comfortable. Anyway. I am. <laughs> this is where I thrive. And here's what I've been told. It turns out if you say they've deeped it, it means that a person has taken something to heart or taken something seriously. So everything I encounter. So there we go. Alex, I thought you'd be interested to hear you are down with the kids and you did use the expression correctly. It's also your whole personality. <laughs> exactly. I know it's just it's so on brand in so many ways. I enjoy this. Um by asking this question to the kid I was talking to, I gave myself away that I am totally not down with the kids. Congratulations on the success of the pod and big kisses to little Arlo. Oh thanks babes. Cute. Cute. Congratulations Al. You deeped it correctly. Thank you. Thank you. You took the piss out of me. But little do you know. You know what's up. I'm thriving. I know know what's up. (laughs) I have just a a little one in regard to the lighter evenings. And I feel like we talk about this every time at this time of year. And we talk about it when the clocks are changing. But about how nice it is as a woman to be able to walk in the evenings again. So, so, so nice. You, it, it's I feel annoying. hashtag blessed. <laughs> it's annoying <laughs> because it's it's a two-sided, it's a double-edged sword, if you like. No. Yeah. Never understand that because this isn't two bad things. It's two sides of the same coin because on the one hand, so nice that we can walk in the evenings again, hashtag blessed. But then on the other hand, you can't wear, it's like, it's hot. You can't wear shorts because yeah, you're going yeah. to be harassed from the back of a van or no from the front of a van if you're in the back of a van things have gone very wrong but um yeah it's bittersweet but it is but yeah i was i was really interested actually reading some statistics that have been it's just so fucking depressing we talk about this a lot but ipsos have done this research saying that 60 percent of women say they feel unsafe walking down the street where they where they live when there's no lighting how many 60 60 yeah. Yeah. Only one in four women in the UK feel safe on their own street, even when it's lit. On their own street. Like, isn't that so depressing? Wow. So depressing. Like, I honestly, that's a third, you know, like a third of women are holding their keys in their hands and a quarter of women in the UK are prioritising busier roads, even if it makes their journeys longer while walking in the dark. 
Which is like, I mean, but like, I just, I don't know. But like, it's so sad that these statistics don't shock us, isn't it? I was a bit shocked by the fact that only 25% felt safe on their own street. This this is after dark though, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, that's what spurred this because I had one yeah. about the light coming and I was just made me think of what I'd read. I wouldn't feel safe. I, don't, I, honestly, I, don't, I wouldn't feel safe anywhere after dark. I honestly don't think there's like one place where I would feel safe. No. Unless I'm inside, obviously. But, like, outside, I just don't think there's anywhere that I would feel safe after dark. Yeah. Never, ever. And it's funny, because we're always like, oh, you don't want to be scared of... Like, it's kind of embarrassing to be scared of the dark. And it's like, ah, like... Uh, I mean, Lola No, we have me. good reason. Yeah, when I was little, in the countryside, and I'd be scared of the dark, I was really scared of foxes and wolves. But I don't know what, what wolves I thought were oh. roaming around Oxfordshire, <laughs> but I was really convinced. Because we had chickens when I was a kid. Mum was Those... rescuing these chickens. And we used to have to go and lock the chickens up at night. And in my head, I'd be like, well, I'm going to be eaten by a wolf. <laughs> I think it was Red Riding Hood. Oh. But I mean, yeah, they do not exist. Well, oh. wolves exist. <laughs> They're legends, aren't they? No, wolves are... Foxes exist, but wolves don't exist. Wolves don't exist. Wolves don't exist. Oh, shit, they do. Oh, God. I thought they were legends, like myths. What? Hang on, hang on. Werewolves, werewolves, werewolves are legends. Not legends like yeah. That's it. That's it. What what a a cool dude. (laughs) What a legend. (laughs) That's (laughs) it. What what a babe. Um, Wolves. I thought they were like dragons or like lizards or like you know like <laughs> my favourite thing unicorns. about that. She said it about twelve times. And it wasn't getting any more true. Wolves don't exist. Wolves don't exist. <laughs> Werewolves. I think that's what I was thinking. That is what I was thinking. But we don't have wolves in the UK. Well, no, and I think that's moving on from that. I do think that's where Little Red Riding Hood. They're very nondescript about where it's set, and I think it should have been made clear. It should have said somewhere in the middle of but fuck nowhere Siberia, there was a little girl who wore a red coat. Because when I read Little Red Riding Hood, I thought it sounded like she lived up the road, and therefore there <laughs> yeah. would be a wolf disguised as my grandmother who was from Doncaster. So in my mind, it was like they were running around Yorkshire ready to like pluck on the vulnerable grandparents. <laughs> oh my God, they're so stunning. Wolves? They're oh, stunning. You do know that dogs are descendants from wolves? No. no. That's why whenever I look at a Pomeranian, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Shit, is that really true? Yes. Oh my God, yes. The dog is a direct descendant of the grey wolf. Yes. Canis lupus. Shit. They're dom- dogs are domesticated wolves. Yes. 100% they are. Shit. That is... I am mind blown. Oh my God, I, I, I live with a wolf. That was big. That was big. God, okay. That was a lot. That was a lot. Wow. That was a lot. I... That... 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 I, I don't know... I'm processing. I'm not, All I can see now is a wolf sitting in the front seat of a smart car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on the subject of animals. Yes. I have one. Hit me. Uh, hi, everyone at the pod. I've been listening since day one. An day og. one. An og. Oggy, oggy, oggy. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Sorry. 
Thanks for making my evenings doing the dishes more fun. I listen to podcasts, I'll do the dishes as well, actually, when I do the kitchen. I want to get your thoughts on something I feel many people will have views on, but not something I see talked about a lot, horse racing. With the Grand National happening every year, I'm shocked at how many people still support it, given the amount of injuries endured by the horses and sometimes deaths. As you can tell, I don't support horse racing, but what I struggle with is having friends that do. I have some good friends who avidly support the races, and for some, it's a genuine interest of theirs to get involved with betting. Equally, I'm noticing at work how many people are discussing things like, how did you get on at the races? Did you win any ETC? I find it hard to join these conversations, especially with friends, as it makes me uncomfortable to know that people are gambling on outcomes that will ultimately be harmful to animals. Obviously, I respect everyone's opinions and don't think that they are wrong for taking part. And I'm not judging my friends at all, but I find it difficult to sit with this. I haven't made my feelings known for fear of offending my friends who I know have a keen interest. Is it just me who feels uncomfortable with this? P.S. Fully appreciate if you don't share my views and don't want to read this out, lol. Lots of love. Too late, but yeah. Um, no, I do no, share her views. I agree. Yeah, yeah same. We've been asked quite a few times together to go to Ascot, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of things in it for me. I I resolutely won't go anywhere where they ask you to wear a hat. That's just a good rule in life for me. Um, and Ascot does fall into that category. My head's just too big and I don't want to look like a stupid idiot. So no hats. It's quite simple. Um, but the horse racing thing has... I've talked about it. This is timely, obviously, since it was the Grand National at the weekend just gone. I, I talked about it a lot. I watched it with my family, but also Georgie was staying with us and she's obviously like animal lover numero uno. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think like we did grow up with horse racing a bit in the, again, my aforementioned um, at risk from turning into a werewolf grandmother uh, took us, uh, like Doncaster racing was quite a big thing. So I think she took us when we were kids to like, not like big events, but just like local to her like horse racing stuff so I remember going as a kid and I actually remember she'd give us like a pound to go and bet on the horses yeah. and this is really a couple of saying this is really bad but I would bet on a horse and like it happened twice where the horse that I bet on died oh and I was god. like oh my god I'm a curse and one time the jo- jockey was like I think the jockey maybe the jockey died or was really hurt or whatever and I was like I am cursed obviously it might have even happened more than twice I should have stopped it two times if it did happen more than that anyway I was like I'm cursed so after that I was like I can't I can't be part of this I'm a horse murderer like whatever and I must have been really young like really really young um and I just haven't taken part in it or watched it or whatever. And then for, for various reasons, I ended up watching The National on Sunday. And it was fucking brutal. And yeah, there's brutal. protesters protest at the beginning, basically being anti-horse racing. And then the ITV's coverage is like, oh, well, you know, the horses are well looked after and, and um, they're given a really good wash down afterwards. And it's like, well, yeah, the ones that don't die are. And as if like they just for, you know foresaw it, foreshadowed it, one horse fell on the first died on the first jump oh god i think two died in the end but it's the horse's welfare on the one side and also that's a bit me laugh because itv were like um we we promise we won't end the show without giving you an update on the two fallen horses and then the show ended and everyone's like "Mm -hmm." um i know and then so that's one side of it but then the gambling side of it like it's actually wild yeah how normalized it is and even the fact that i've just told you that when i was a little kid you know my granny would give me like a pound to go and bet basically like it's actually wild how in the culture it hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I think horse racing like this will be one of those things that like in a hundred years, I think this about... I, I this could be like a really um, like controversial opinion, but like I think this about eating meat as well. And this is no judgment to anyone who eats meat. I do as well. But like I do think that something in a hundred years, people will be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they ate meat," or really? like maybe two hundred years. Yeah, I really do. I feel I feel like it's just I don't know. I just and I feel like it's the same with horse racing. They'll be like, "What the fuck?" Like as if they just did that. Like just things that we just take for take for granted now that in you know in a like sub- like substantial length of t- like period of time it'll be like what the fuck yeah i don't know about the meat meat eating but i do, do not no i don't know just because it does feel obviously i don't eat meat but it does feel so integral to like human survival that i feel like it feels baked into our culture but i also feel like it, that is our physiology physiology mm. It is kind of how we're built, like, to eat meat. Do you know what I mean? Like, that kind of... Yeah. Like, that feels more like a part of the human makeup and, like, how we survive. We need the protein. So, like, that would be harder. But it feels more like smoking. Like, I think that in a 100 years will probably be completely eradicated, at least in, like, the UK or, like, the Western world. And people will look at it and be like the fuck was that about like they just filled their lungs and again i smoked for like 10 years so no shade but like they filled yeah. their lungs with smoke. <laughs> yeah. for why like for why literally literally was but I, I think it'd be quicker than that um smoking i think it'll be like eradicated completely quick i don't know i just i feel already that it it I'm like surprised when I see people smoking now. Me too. I, find I still it surprising. fucking love it when I smell them. Oh <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, nothing better. But I, it does it does surprise me because we just don't see it anymore. And it's I feel like it's become so taboo. It is wild that in our lifetime we smoked in restaurants. Not not me and you because I was ten when it was banned. But were you? Yeah, two thousand and four, I think. God, I because I remember the days of clubbing and it just being it's just everyone smoking all around you and you would absolutely stink the next day like your clothes would be like unsalvageable like absolutely disgusting but it was yeah. so much fun so much fun it so is weird that that's, that's happened in the last 20 years yeah yeah but then, and horse racing i actually saw um the the um news agents podcast which i really like did an episode today i've not listened to it yet but the title i got it dropped into my um subscription thing um oh a little plug if you are not subscribed to the show i do that please make it drop into your subscriber thing oh yeah anyway, 
I got it dropped. Nice one, Em. Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) I am podcast proficient, but I got it dropped into my thing and um, it's called Is Is Horse Racing the New Bullfighting? Because that's so Uh, archaic now. We we don't look at that in the UK and think, yeah, that seems like a good sport. So... That, that was pleasant yeah it's so it is so weird isn't it things that just are part of our culture and tradition that we don't necessarily like question it's like follow the money on stuff isn't it like horse racing makes so many people so much fucking money like not just the horses yeah. the race the owners the trainers the jockeys but like william hill betfred like without them i don't know what the ratio of people betting on the horses versus on football games and stuff. But I'd say the horses are the vast majority of it. Do you reckon? I don't know, like old school gambling. I just... Yeah. People go go down the bookies. And like, did you see the crowds at the National? Like, it is it is huge. And people put on their fancy hats to go and watch watch it. It's a very interesting... And I find it... I find actually it's a really interesting sociological sport as well, or it's a sport from a sociological standpoint, because you've got all these... It's like a, it's a real like upstairs downstairs vibe with the, like the horses feel so like that feels so rich and like they're owned by and I know, I know there are syndicates and stuff and I think the horse that won the national this year is actually part of a syndicate but generally speaking it's like these like super wealthy people own these like horses and then it's just like everybody else bets on bets like comparatively small amounts of money on it. It just feels really weird. Like the reasons for betting on ho- on individual horses are fairly arbitrary. I mean, some are like sh- surefire winners, right? But apart from that, it's just like, oh, I like that name. Or it's we are weird. Humans, Humans are weird. Are so weird. Like, what are we doing? Honestly, what, what are, are we, we doing? doing? What are we doing? It doesn't make like, oh, let's see which horse can run around the field the fastest, and then we're going to win. Like, I'm going to win like a hundred thousand pounds because I. I put, I, know. I put all my money. I put all my money on this horse doing well, oh, and that's horse. not to trivialise the gambling addiction. Because and that, oh, cause, yeah, it just. I know what this girl means. I just think it all feels quite sad. Yeah, she, I, I mean, I guess what what she was saying is, um, is she doesn't know whether to make her feelings known because she's scared of offending friends who that she knows has a keen interest in horse racing, which is really hard. It's difficult because and, and the likelihood is that they're probably just kind of going along with it and not really thinking about too much about the consequences for the horses or like any kind of other repercussions. They're probably just like it's something that they join as part of their, you know, traditions. Yeah. I've just been in the situation where I watched the national with people that enjoy it and me and Georgie. Um, and I think it's quite easy to... Because it's not, it's one of the few things in life that isn't incredibly contentious at this point. Like, there's very few things that I now have an opinion on in front of people who I know have different <laughs> opinions to me because I'm just, can't be fucked with it. I really can't. Um, but that's one of the things. It's like, I'm not here to like piss on your strawberries, but this just is not for me. So everyone's like, you know, if they're placing their bets over, so no, it's, it's really not for me. I don't love it. And if anyone asks, I'm like, yeah, no, this is, this is foul. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You can just, I think it's, it's not a. I don't think it's something that people are surprised that people don't like. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I think yes. you'll it, yeah. probably just get people saying to you, "Well, the horses are really looked after," um, and that's up for debate. Because if you're 
ridden to death. I don't know. Oh, I know. I, I know, but then maybe they, but they do sort of love it. It's like they're indoctrinated to love it. Like I, I do believe. Do they? Yeah, I, 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 I mean, my limited, my limited knowledge of horse racing and or racehorses. I've got no. I've never met a racehorse in my life. I would. I, I don't know what quantifies a racehorse, but I do believe they love it. So is it a specific, is a racehorse a specific kind of horse? It's not just a horse that races, it's a race horse. No, 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 it's a horse that like races. A different... It's not a breed. Oh, it's not a breed. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe they were like, like, they look like greyhound horses or something. Congratulations, it's a racehorse. You've got a Shetland, you've got a, I don't know what any other horse types are called. But I like racehorse. No, I just feel like they're just, I don't know, just like big and quick. Oh, okay. But, oh, but yeah. having said that, because I'm really tapping into some knowledge I didn't know I had, but they are bred like like pedigree dogs. They're bred like a, if you've got like a super successful racehorse, he'll go and they'll rent him out to go and shag girl horses or vice versa. So that they've got oh. the genes. So yeah, I guess maybe oh. they are born racehorses. Oh, yeah, you were not wrong actually. I don't think. Like you can, you get like a, I think it's called, okay. a, it's called a stud fee with dogs where if you've got like a cool dog. Yes. So the thoroughbred, the thoroughbred is a horse breed developed for horse racing. Oh, cool. They're considered hot blooded horses that are known for their agility, speed and spirit. And they are absolutely stunning. Wow. What are they called? Hot, what are they called? Thoroughbreds. Th- we're, we're like that. We're like thoroughbred humans. <laughs> sure. Known for our ability <laughs> and speed. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, I'm totally with that. We've probably probably upset a lot of people i mean no i think people who support race horsing prob no race horsing race horsing race horse 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 racing i fully malfunctioned i was like race horsing race horsing it sounds weird um i feel like people who do support horse racing probably know the arguments against it enough that we haven't probably upset them all too much yeah but yeah we do agree with you yeah we're with you. It's not yeah. just you. I don't mind the ones that go just round and round in circles. I think it's just the jumps that get to me. Trotters. Show ponies. No. Dressage. Oh, no. They're adorable. Dancing ponies. Yes, they're cute. They're so cute. I love that that's an Olympic sport. I know. A girl I went to school with is like a dressage champion. Sarah Higgins, if you're listening. She's an absolute legend. She's so She's good. She's got better things to do, Al. Then listen to this. I, I, as I said that, I was like, that's really sad because there's no chance on earth this girl listens. <laughs> Meanwhile, my friend was telling me the day about her ex-boyfriend who was a professional long jumper. And I just think, how did you get into that? How do you know that you're just really good how? at jumping a long way? I will say that we, we, you do, they do try you at athletics in school, don't they? They do give you a, they did, do give you a pop at like all the different disciplines. Like there's Greg Rutherford, who's like the Olympic long jumper yeah and it's like okay cool like olympic long jumping is cool because it's got olympic at the beginning of it but if you take away the olympic and you're just a professional long <laughs> jumper it's just like it's such an oddly specific career like i can and do this such a one funny thing. looking thing to do <laughs> i can do this one thing really well what let me guess what you would have been good at, at athletics like where you would have excelled excelled oh, no, in this is- in any of those I, I've mm, no I I kind of want to say like pole vaulting 
<laughs> you think I'd have been good at the high jump? You think I'd have been good at the high? Oh, Al, can I tell you something really embarrassing, which I like <laughs> makes me cry every time I think about it. I was so scared to do the high jump at school, like so scared. Like I would, oh. like I would do anything to avoid athletics because I was so scared of it. I still don't understand it. I still don't understand why we had to run at a pole <laughs> and jump over it backwards. Like, oh my god! Oh, oh, it makes me feel sick. You are super springy, though. I am. I am. And you know what? You know what? My. You know how I've come to be springy. I've grown in confidence. Confidence makes a human being springy, I swear to God, because you're light on your feet and you're just happy to be here. So you're like, woohoo! You know, I'm going to bounce around yeah. like Tigger. I was not like Tigger. I was like Eeyore when I was at school. I was so sad and I was so dense as a result. And dense, dense things don't fly. I was so scared of it out. And I just, I, I didn't have the confidence to like run up to it and jump. And I would honestly... Like, I, I, I've got palpitations thinking about it. I would cry. Because they'd make oh. you jump. They'd be like, you have to jump backwards. And it's so embarrassing. Because if, you, if you're not prepared to jump, then all you do is flop. And if you flop, you run up, <laughs> turn around, and lie backwards. And you just, ah, 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 like, lie on a pole. And everyone's like, why didn't you jump? you like, oh, my God, I hated it that is terrifying i don't think i ever did that and i don't think i would have been able to do that that is terrifying it is, i would love to do it as an adult like i actually think it would be really good for me to go and resolve some of my childhood trauma which is basically all my childhood trauma was the fact that i was so fucking insecure it's so sad but if i could just go back and just clear it just clear the map yeah you honestly Tigger is a good description for you. I think you're a good jumper because you are so bouncy. Yeah, I think flexible, so I can get my joints up really high. Yeah, yeah. But I just I didn't know I didn't know how to unlock it because I was sad. I know, I know. Now let me guess what you'd have been good at. I actually I'd have pegged you. I'd have pegged you as a long jumper. You've got quite a lot a wide gait, quite a long gait. Well, you take big strides. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> you've got a, a wide gait. <laughs> yeah, you've got quite like long strides, like a thoroughbred horse. I think I've said this before, but I think you'd have made a fucking brilliant shot putter. I wish I'd given that a go because I feel like that would have been me. That has me all over track? it. it really, Maybe. I bet you're amazing at it. I see that for myself, actually. I see that I for do. you too. I really do. Mm. Yeah, javelin. I wouldn't mind either. Well, so like yeah, same thing. Go. Shoulder strength. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know swimming counts as athletics, but I bet you're a really good swimmer as well. Um, yes, I uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> back it. in the day, <laughs> knew it. I think I actually knew that about yeah, you. Pro- probably, I've probably shown off about it at some point. You know, got to get the humble brag out there. Humble brag, yeah. Alex, um, the dolphin light. <laughs> That's what they used to call you. <laughs> They actually used to call me the butterfly because my... No, they didn't really. Oh, my God, I was going to die. Really. No, no, I was no, going no, to no, fucking no. die. <laughs> no one's ever called me the butterfly. Yeah, so who's they? <laughs> <laughs> the crowds. I've got a rich history. Um. Okay, well. That was good. That was a random, is it just me? I really, random. really want access to a high jump station 
I don't know where I'll find one. I wonder if it's too early to do open days for Arlo at schools. Like, I don't know if they let you look around schools. And just test the athletics part out for yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to work out how else I could get access to a school. <laughs> I don't know where else a high just... jump thing would be. See you finding this, like, baby high jump <laughs> no, 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 field. No, no. Not a <laughs> I just want to get really fucking good, all Can right? I... <laughs> just kicking all the toddlers out of the way. No, like a grown-up one. Yeah, there's got to be. Surely. I know there's a there's a sports centre, there's the athletic centre down in Crystal Palace that you and I went to for the Venus shoot. Would you like to come oh, yeah. with me? Do you think yeah. we, could, we, could, we could tap in for half an hour and just go and give it a go? 100%. I'm going to need three to four more weeks to recover from a cesarean because I think the one thing that's going to be a disaster <laughs> is if I launch myself backwards and try and arch my body because I can't be confident that I wouldn't split in half like someone ripping open a teddy yeah. bear and my entrails yeah. just go poof 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 everywhere. Yeah, so. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say that probably wouldn't be cleared by the doctor for a while. <laughs> I'll ask at the physio next week. <laughs> Like, when can I long jump again, please? High jump, high jump. I really want to get a high jump. High sorry, jump. sorry. Not long jump. Oh my God. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. Please, out. I'm going to do this for a whole career. Can you at least be bothered to learn what it is? Please ask your consultant next time. Can I just ask you, like, when I can high jump again? I am. Please? I'm going back for, my, for the second half of my women's health physio for her to put okay. her fingers back up and, and tell me what please. my pelvic floor is saying. So I'll mention it. Gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. That's good nice. small talk as well, while she's putting <laughs> her fingers up you, you know? So I really want to do the high jump. Um, okay, well, this has been lovely. Okay. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Yes, thanks for listening. And like Em said before, please subscribe if you don't already and follow us. I think that's the same thing, actually, now. I think subscribe is follow now. Oh, awesome to rate us. But what you also can do is to please review, rate and review us. Only if it's good, though. Please, please, please. Um, five stars, obviously, if you don't mind, please. No worries if not. Um, lots of worries if yeah, not. Yeah, lots of worries if not. Sleepless nights if not, but never mind. It's, it's not on you. Um, and yeah, we will see you on Monday. Thanks so much for listening, guys. See you on Monday. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that? It's part of the ACAST Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.